podcasting from inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. Welcome to another episode, episode 497. That's a lot of episodes. That's not true. This is number... Seventeen. Guys, we've got so many good stories today. I oh, can't, but I do want to start off. Eric, you said you've got some great news. Do you want to share it now or are you oh, want to share it later? Well, as everyone at the podcast knows, we're sponsored by Topo. Well, <laughs> we, to, we can we get in trouble for that because we're not really sponsored by Topo? Well, I meant we sponsor Topo. We buy a bunch of Topo. There it is. That's yeah. what we do. So uh, those are in our fridge. Anyhow, so I, I'm drinking one right now. Yeah. And, uh, we love Topo. Because we here. love Topo. And I saw yesterday that they're coming out with a Topo hard seltzer. I just found out about this. Did you? Yeah. Like right now or before? Right before this. Like right before the podcast recording. Oh, man. I'm so excited. You want me to tell you what happened? You thought of me drinking White Claw and how I could finally switch to Topo hard seltzer. No. Okay, what was it? My buddy, who is also my lawn guy, tagged me in a post that said, Something along the lines of, you just thought you liked Topo. Now it's got alcohol in it. And I was uh, like, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. For my buddy, Adrian, to call me out on Facebook. About, Adrian's a good dude, though. He is a good dude. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But that's not the best story. <laughs> I thought you were about to tell that once you started, to, like you saw him comment on the Topo's post. No, I didn't. About he their ta- hard seltzer. He tagged me in, in that post. That's yeah. incredible. I was like, okay, well. But that's not the best story of the day. What? I'm going to tease a story just like we did back in the news days. Uh-huh. Because we had a little something go down, and I do mean go down. Okay. <laughs> on Wednesday. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Starting this off right. Well, I'm going to tell you part of the story, but the ending is explosive. Okay, still going. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is going to be great. And I can't wait for all the puns. How is this tying into social media advertising? Which Don't you worry. I found an excuse to tie this into I our social media talk today. Just, wait and to by hear. the way, we're talking about digital advertising content, what digital stuff this month. And today we're talking about social media advertising. So let me get that part done. Yeah. But guys, listen to what happened. You know, we're a fancy company. That's not true. We're pretty down to earth. We finally got some floors the other day. That's true. We had (laughs) floors. We got nicer floors. Nicer floors. You're right. But we had a meeting with some potential clients now looking like they're going to be signing on with us, which is exciting, of course. And that was a big deal that day, but it wasn't even the biggest deal of the day. Honestly. So we are flying to West Texas. This was going to be a three hour and 15 minute drive, right? Yeah. And I've got a buddy who owns a plane and he's got his commercial rating. And so I was like, well, what if we chartered his plane to take us to West Texas? Because if you're from Texas, you know this, but when you head west of Weatherford, (laughs) it's the worst. Yeah. For a long time. I mean, it's just flat and ugly. Yeah. And so now the people are incredible. I'll say that. But the land, the topography is not. And so anyways, we decide we're going to fly. So hold on. You decide you're going to fly. That's correct. Eric had never been in a plane. These were people he had history with as far as potential past clients. And so I thought it'd be good if he were there. Well, first of all, I've been in big planes, just not. 
Yeah. Smallins. So he's nervous as all get out. I didn't want to. I wasn't going. Yeah. And so, but you I was thinking this is going to be beneficial. A lot's happened in 2020. 2020. Crazy yeah. year. Let's yeah. face some fears here. So long story short, Eric decides to go. And he says he's going to face those fears and hop in that tiny baby plane. Well, we pull up to the airport first. I'm like, oh, that plane's not that bad. And Which you're was like, like a King Air. And you're like, like a luxury. No, sir. Not that one. Yeah. That one over there. I was like, oh, the remote control plane. I got it. <laughs> kind of. It's kind of remote control. It's got an autopilot. It does. It's pretty cool. It's, oh, the drone you're talking about uh-huh, over there. Yeah. So anyways, Eric weasels his way into the back seat. Oh, my gosh. That was the worst part. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, and come to find out, well, I'll share that part later. Anyways, so Eric gets in the plane. It's a pretty smooth flight. It gets a little bumpy when we pull great. into West Texas. We're starting our descent, and that's when things can get a little choppy. I was pretty much a pro plane rider at that point. So you thought. At that point. Yes. We have a great meeting with the clients. We go have an incredible lunch. I have some kind of burger that was from heaven. Eric eats some kind of salad. That at the moment was from heaven. Yeah, at the moment. Well, great meeting, great lunch, and it's time to fly back to our little town. And I was confident getting in the plane this time. I, I yeah, was ready to roll. Yeah, so you tell this story on your social media, which is great, which is what we're going to use to justify this whole story later uh-huh. at the end. Because uh, uh, it's on my social media. Got yeah. It. Anyways, long story short, he's got some confidence coming back to the plane for the flight back. And he had already dealt with a migraine. It's just, you know, a lot going on. Yeah. Well, let's just say... It hit the fan during the flight back. Emergency landing style. We, yeah, we had to, I mean, what some would call an emergency landing, it it happened. And we've got more to that story coming up, but you wouldn't believe what went down. Listen to the suspense. Hold on. I've got a little button over here. Oh, no. That's. Oh, uh, you don't remember which one it is. That's this not is, it. I don't think that's is it. Is this it? I don't. Listen. Yes. Now I'm curious to see which one this one was. Oh, that was for later. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. We're still trying to figure out this whole uh, little contraption we have here. Oh, man, I wish I'd remembered where that thing was for later. That was awesome. Anyways, you're going to want to hear the rest of that story. And just for good measure, make sure you stick around to the end of the podcast because it will blow your mind. I don't think they they can wait. That's true. (laughs) I see what you did there. That's so stupid. (laughs) I don't think they can wait. We are talking about social media advertising. There it is with a smooth transition. There it is. Boom. Every time. Super smooth. Man. We are continuing this month's theme of digital marketing, talking about social media advertising. And we are diving into a specific area where we can kind of dive into this Social media question, like, how do I actually advertise on social media? Or do I just do organic? Or do I do it paid? Like, what are the differences? And actually, next month, we're going to talk about it even more, which I'm really excited about because everybody's involved in social media, right? So most people, it's kind well, most people are, but it doesn't matter your age these days. I mean, my 70 to 80 year old grandmother is on social media. My grandmother will probably hear this from a social media post. And comment on it and all the things. So, yeah, same. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Let me hear you say, well. What do you call your grandmother? See, my grandparent names are pretty boring. We have uh, Grandma Martin and Granddaddy Martin. Is that a thing from North Carolina? Or? I guess so, but my dad 
we decided to go fun and we called my dad and my stepmom. Their names is Bernice and Jamie. Mm-hmm. And so we call them Grandpa Bernie Burn and Graham Jam. Well, you spiced it up a little so bit. So they got a little fun in their names. I like that. Yeah. I like that. We call my grandmother Nanny. And then my grandmother, who just passed a few weeks ago, we called her Tutu, which Tutu. I think is Hawaiian for grandma. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Nanny's on Facebook. So Old nanny, yep. she, she will, she will see a little bit of this, but because so many people, such a wide array of people are on so many different channels of social media, it of course makes sense to do things on social media if you have a business. Right. Yep. And so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the differences in paid advertising and organic social media and really dive into a little bit of that. And so I think it's important to know your business's objective and goal and implement it through your social media marketing. And you've got to identify your target audience. If you don't have the foundation of your brand, there's no point in running with any kind of advertising because you are just throwing it out there. There's no intentionality or, and what you're going to hear a lot today is the more you're familiar with your brand and who you want to be and where you're headed, the better off you're going to be. You're of course, you're going to save money. You've heard about us. You've heard us talk about this in the past. You're going to be more familiar with, you're going to have some confidence behind you when yeah. you've got the foundation of your brand with you. And so again, identify your target audience. You've got to know your business's objective and goal. And then that way you can implement it all through your social media marketing. It's so important to have that foundation. So a few quick tips are short videos. Like if you're going to do a video, they tend to have higher completion rates. The short videos do. However, if you have a compelling message, you can go a little bit longer. So For example, we just released a video today for a campaign that we're doing that's a little longer than what we would normally do, but it's got a story behind it. It does. And we made the smaller ones to match it. That's right. So, do you get it? (laughs) I think I got it. (laughs) And it clears throat. I love the awkwardness that happens behind the mic while we're recording. The best part is that we just keep going. Most people edit this stuff out. We're just like, oh, no. Hey, bud, you get that over there? You get that big lug? And we have it. Thanks. Okay, sorry. Don't say lug. We can edit that out. It's fine. Okay. Anyways, do short videos. Typically, they have a higher completion rate, especially if you're selling something. That's the thing. People don't love to be sold to. So if it's too long, they're going to be like, okay, this is... This is a little rough, you yeah. know. Use intentional eye-catching graphics if you don't use impressive photography. The goal is to stand out and make the scroller stop in their tracks on your post. So one of the things that I've always tried to do, we've mentioned before that I'm in real estate as well, is what do I have to do whenever somebody's on one of those, the many real estate apps or websites, what do I have to do for somebody to be scrolling through all of these homes and they're excited about buying a house and for them to stop yep. and to look and go, Oh my goodness, babe, get over here. You got to see this house. Yeah. You know, what, what have you done to stand out? And we do that specifically in real estate through photography and not just everybody. Most people are taking professional pictures right now, but what are you doing in those pictures to catch people's attention? Are they easy on the eyes? That kind of thing. And if you can't do that, then you can do eye-catching graphics. So be intentional with whatever you're pairing with your content on your social media and make sure that it stands out. Yeah, and I can't can't express how important that is on those on those photographs like just to get good photography. What we are typically talking about, you know, here here at our agency, we're definitely talking about professional pictures taken by professionals with professional equipment, but 
if you don't have that, at least be very intentional with what you do have. If you do have like a an iPhone, like a newer iPhone with pretty incredible camera, yeah. you can still take bad pictures with a pretty incredible camera. So it's being intentional, learning. There's there's so many things on YouTube on how to take photography with an iPhone. Like take time to watch one of those and figure out how to get better so that your content is eye catching. Yeah, and one of the notes that I wrote here was, of course, intentionality, but also be will be willing to put the work in. Like it's it's harder to do this. It's harder to have the discipline of going, nope, that's not good enough. Yep. Nope, that's not good enough. But I want it to be right. Yeah. Because in the long run, it matters. It does. And you're, I mean, I'll speak for Zeke right here. You're one of the better people in the world at that. I've seen Zeke. At photo shoots, standing over a photographer's shoulder, which most people don't do, and then Zeke will see something. There's a fingerprint on a window, and he's like, no, like somebody get some cleaner and let's clean this sucker off, and then we'll take the picture. But, I mean, you can see that it makes a big difference in the in the results you get at the end of the day. Yeah, I think, too, for clients, when they know that you operate that way, yeah. it makes them more comfortable. They trust you more, and they're willing to pay money if that's the kind of service that they're getting, that yeah. somebody isn't just just doing whatever they're literally if you're in the service industry somebody or like us if you're in marketing if they're taking the time to do that if we're taking the time to do that mm -hmm. then of course i'm gonna hire you right so it just makes sense and so right content that converts is the next point here ensure it's compelling and communicates your value proposition clearly and that it's actionable so you've got to be very intentional with what you're writing i mean make sure if it's a story make sure it's a great story yeah. eric's plain story he wrote really well and so people were involved in uh, whenever he posted on social media people had a tendency to engage because it was also not just compelling people were like oh i can <laughs> this is awful <laughs> you oh yeah told story yet. i know i've been there <laughs> because <laughs> so people, many people so many people were they they were able to see themselves in that situation because they've got some kind of history with it i think i've had we'll talk about it later but i think i've had just as many people in person come up to me and did say, it happen earlier oh yeah like outside, some right outside when some we, guy just a second ago was in our office he dropped off some some shirts for us and he brought it up <laughs> oh my goodness and his leaving sentence was been there been there yep yeah, so anything that you can do to engage your audience on social media through content, obviously through your graphics or through your photography is incredibly important. And make sure that you're communicating your value proposition. What is it about you that stands out against your competitor? So yeah. make sure you address that. And then also make sure it's actionable. Okay, thanks for saying that. Now what do you want me to do with it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's really for both whether you're doing paid advertising or organic post on social media, all of these things are really good. So make sure you know your business's objective and goal, identify your target audience, really have that foundation of your brand. And then also, if you're going to do videos, keep try to keep them short, unless you've got a really, really good reason to not. And then use intentional eye-catching graphics, great photography, write good content. Eric, let's talk a little bit about advertising on social media. Yeah, so we just talked about both advertising and organic. Now we're going to move to just actually advertising on social media. And I, I love this topic simply because this is how we as a business got started, was doing social media, social media advertising. And so i um, pretty passionate about it. And according to HubSpot, 70% of businesses say that they generate leads on social media. And 58% of marketers say social media has helped them boost their sales. One thing I would say that is if you are not experiencing that, if you're, if you, we do hear this a lot, people come into our office and they will say, 
I tried the social media thing. I ran an ad on social media one time. I did this. I did that. And that that phrase we always take with a grain of salt because that phrase is often, I did the best I could do based on my knowledge. And most of the time what that means is they click a button that says, boost this ad. And then they put $5 in there and they send it out into the world. And they're like, man, I didn't get any leads from that. And so... What's happening is all the things that we mentioned above are probably not happening well. You probably don't have a set brand. You probably don't have a set, really a campaign behind what you're posting versus just posting something out in the world like that. And so, you know, there's different types of social media ads. Some, just to mention a few, are Facebook ads, Twitter, sponsored messages on LinkedIn, Instagram ads, Snapchat ads, Pinterest ads, YouTube ads. We all know my favorite TikTok ads, and mainly because of the, you have to you have to be creative to make one of those things. Like you can't just put I a picture like, up. I feel like I would freeze if somebody was like, "Okay, Zeke, we're gonna do a TikTok ad." I'd be like, uh, <laughs> "They're so creative. They are. You, they've come up with dances and all the things." And yeah, it's. I've been known to uh, pop lock and drop it. You have actually. I've seen it from a second story window when you thought no one was looking, and it happened to be your old buddy Eric looking out the window. That's okay. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. You lost that one. Okay. So <laughs> advertising costs. Let's talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about details here. Advertising costs, typically ads on most social networks are sold in an auction format. So if you think about, most people are like, I don't understand how this ad stuff works. Am I paying every time somebody clicks on something? Most of the time, they're sold in auction format, which means you set a maximum bid for a target result, such as, say, a click, or a maximum budget per day. There's really no set amount to pay. Some people some people pay, I mean, there are companies that pay million dollars a month on social media ads. It's insane. But as you create the ad, the, the ad manager interface will provide a bunch of recommendations for you. So you're able to look at that and, and it'll say, hey, based on what you're trying to do, here's some recommended things we recommend. And they'll just give you some tips and, and tricks like that. But the methods that come across are things like, what are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to, would you rather pay for a cost per click? Like, is that the most important thing that you get a click to your website? Because you're trying to make a sale of a product or cost per thousand impressions, which is also, if you ever see CPM, that means cost per, th for, per thousand impressions. And so that may be for like brand awareness. You just want people to see it. So you're going to pay for a thousand people to see it at a time. It's going to cost a certain amount of dollars. Another one would be cost per conversion. People actually making it all the way and converting into a sale or cost per video view. So if you have a video and you literally just want as many views as possible, you may choose that. So, you know, you really want to let your organic posts inform your ads. So people sometimes ask the question, what do, what do I even post for an ad? And really the best thing to do is to watch your organic posting. Take a look at what you're posting on your organic stuff and then see what people care about. So if you're posting organically about a product and you get seven views and no clicks, you probably don't want to make that your ad because people already don't like it who who do know your brand. So you want to be real careful about that kind of thing. And then really just pay for what matters. At the end of the day, you don't want to just boost a post just to hope business happens. Like you want to pay for exactly what matters. Be intentional. That's right. Okay, let's dive in a little bit into the organic social media details. Yeah. And I'm going to let you run with the first few points here, Eric, and then I've got a story to tell you. Oh, man. I, I can't. It's kind of silly, but I think there's a lot of people out there who have been there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, what is 
Go yeah. for it. Yeah, so under organic social media, and again, we're going to talk about this pretty in-depth next month, which will be a lot of fun, because at the end of the day, organic stuff, it typically doesn't cost you anything. And when I say that, I say typically because it depends on how much effort you want to put into it. You could pay quite a bit to have organic social media done, but it would be done right and and you would have you know more engagement when you do and you'd be able to see those things. But to get started doesn't cost you anything. And you can really use your use your business social media accounts to promote your brand and your content to increase brand awareness or increase driving traffic or generate leads for your business or all three of those. I have a game whenever you're done with this point that I'm going to play with you. Surprise. So <laughs> surprise game. I love, I love surprises on the middle of podcasts. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. We can edit it out if it goes bad. So channels that you can use for organic are, here's a few of them again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, etc. Okay. I'm going to insert my game. Oh, here. here's the game. Yeah. Here's the game. So right. I want to know, I want you to pick the audience for each of these channels, okay? Okay. I'm so ready. I'm gonna I'm getting my buttons ready. I don't know what they all do. But oh man. Anyways, we'll be ready for it. So Facebook, like, how would you describe the average or Facebook's audience? Facebook started in 2004, so we were se- I was a senior in high school. You were what, junior? Yep. And they had, ju- I mean, just got it going. And so we, you, you had to be in college to have an account. So you had to have your .dot edu you know, whatever. So I would say anyone my age. And older, probably, I mean, again, our grand, our grandparents have this thing, who care about reading drama every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, that's probably who's on Facebook. That's pretty good. Is that what you're looking for? Tom, yeah. Tom had made his way out. Tom, he's he's out of there. He was MySpace. always he was always your friend though. He That's was always true. there. If I if everybody else had left, Tom would still be in my top eight. Yeah, Tom's always there. He's actually a listener of the podcast. He we're uh, sponsored by Tom and Topo. Tom and Topo, double T's. Okay, Instagram. How would you describe the Instagram audience? Instagram, I would say, is close to our age as well. It gets a little bit younger though. Lots of moms. Lots of not moms like Zeke. Instagram's a good, it's a good, it feels like a feel good place to post something. It's like, man, I want to post something that feels good. There's no drama to it. It's just, it just makes me happy. I think people, I like, I personally like Instagram more than anything because yeah. of it, the pictures. Yeah. I mean, it's engaging. If you want to read the content, great. It, if the picture caught your eye, yeah. okay, I'm going to read the content. You spend more time on stories or on the actual feed? Oh, stories, 100%. Same. I think yeah. I scroll like maybe three times and that's as far as I'll make it. On yeah. a, on the feed, yeah, hundred percent. That's that's how I am. And mm-hmm. post, I mean, I post way more stories than I do. Yeah, because they the, go away on the feed. Because they go away. That's right. Yep. No regrets. No Tw- regrets. No regrets. Twitter is that? Twitter is going to be so where we live. Twitter is just not a thing. I mean, in in the not in, much of a thing. In the, yeah, yeah, in the suburbs here, in the city. I mean, literally, go right over to Fort Worth. That's all you hear about in business meetings and all that. It's like, man, I was on Twitter the other day. Twitter, 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 Twitter. And it also depends on your industry. So if you're in financial industries or things like that, like that, it, it leans a lot more towards Twitter. The president tweets. I don't know if you've heard of that yet. I have never seen a president tweet before. Donald That's T. A, Trump. I'm kidding. I think I've it's Jay. Donald J. Trump. It is good. Okay. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is it's an interesting one. I think people post on LinkedIn often because they feel like they should. They're in business and they're like, in obligatory in, social media if you're I'm, in the workforce. Exactly. Especially if you're a, a manager or anything like that. It's like, a, oh, I haven't posted in a couple of days. I need to go share something real quick. Hold on. Yeah. And they go share something. So the, Twitter is definitely way corporate. I mean, there's nobody just posting on there for fun. 
Right. Absolutely. LinkedIn? Corporate. I yeah. think you said Twitter. Did I say Twitter? Maybe. I meant LinkedIn. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Snapchat. Don't S- get me started on Snapchat. I can't do it. I, I tried. C- I can't either. I honestly get confused. Yeah. I, I tried. I did the login thing, and I was like, I don't know this one. And I'm, I'm not the guy who normally does that. Normally, I'm like, no, I'm going to figure it. It's technology. I'm not going to be the old guy who can't yeah. figure it out. But I also don't know many people my age on it. So I was like, I'm out of here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to. I get that. Yeah. Vine. I'm just kidding. It's not on Vine. This. Yes. <laughs> well, TikTok is the new Vine. So boom. Transition. I mean, boom. Eric's favorite social media platform. It is. It is. I just love the creativity of it. It's like. Every time, I mean, I, every time I look at it, something blows my mind. I'm like, how did they do that transition thing, that trick shot? I mean, I just don't. TikTok uh, is crazy. The The Trump impressions are my favorite. Your brother does a good one. I think everybody does a Trump impression. I know, but Go some, for it. some are good. No, I'm, I'm just I kidding. Can't. I, <laughs> I'm that's, joking. That's one impression. I'm like, I have no idea. Oh, you got other ones? I feel like you could do it. I can't do it. I wish. Pinterest. Pinterest, I mean, it's, it's obviously design world. It's it's definitely a lot of moms, a lot of designers, a lot of people who well, are just, just creative. Cre- yeah, looking for creative yeah. ways to do things. I mean, I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm buying yeah. a condo and trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, so let's touch on YouTube, and then I'm going to tell my quick story, and then we're going to move on with our lives. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube is... is Pretty much everybody. I agree. I mean, it's a uh, it, it is if you're looking for how to do something, if you're looking for music. I mean, I've I've played it. I've played YouTube videos probably seven times today for different reasons. I mean, literally all different reasons. Listen right. to music for something. Listen to a, a sermon for something. Listening to how to do something like all different purposes. And I've done all that today. I so, think I've used it more than Google today. To be completely honest. Huh. Yeah. So Eric just did a really good job at our next point, explaining that not every channel resonates with every person. So I'm going to share my Pinterest story real quick. Oh, you have a Pinterest story? Yeah. So back in the day, uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to, I mean, I, I think I was still living in Abilene and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to get a Pinterest, but <laughs> there wasn't, be great. you know, honestly, there wasn't a lot of dudes back then getting on the Pinterest mm-hmm. and now, you know, it's a little bit different or whatever. Yeah. Well, I was like, I gotta, I gotta come up with something. Are we talking about a username here? A username? Oh no! So I, I was, wait. I decided to go all out here. I was like, oh man, how do I? I gotta come up with some kind of username. Oh, I can't wait. I didn't execute as well as I'd hoped. Now, whatever it is, I'm gonna call you this for the next couple months. No, don't. He's dead now. Oh, you're sick. I think he's dead. Okay, we'll figure it out. I so every night used to watch Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. And Frank Barone. Frank, yep. I so Frank. I, I think I'm going to be Frank whenever I'm old. I think you're closer to Frank than you think you are already, bud. Are we still alive? That was not an edited out <laughs> silence. That was everyone just pausing. Really, the pause was like, oh my gosh, I think he's right. <laughs> I had a lot of internal like, are you kidding me right now? Some people probably don't know who Frank Barone, Barone is if you're younger. Than no. Because that, that was a sitcom back in the day. But anyways, used to fall asleep watching Everybody Loves Raymond. And I was like, okay, that's a good username. Frank Barone. Fra- that was your username. With his headshot as my profile oh, picture. Wow. Well, long story short, I didn't do a good job executing. Because I guess through my email or something, it still said Zeke Dorf oh, no. on it. You would have gotten caught on Catfish. So, I'm sorry? MTV show. Catfish, come on. Oh, not in my house. Well... It's where they make up fake profiles and try to date people and stuff, you know. Okay. Well, anyhow, long story short, I got caught. I was not Frank Barone. I was Zeke (laughs) Dorr. 
and like suggested friends came up with oh no me and Frank Barone, and it was just a disaster. But it's because back then I wasn't the typical audience for Pinterest. Yeah. So it's interesting. So anytime you're doing social media, you're going to catch people's attention. You're, you're going to be once you've identified your audience, like what we talked about at the beginning. You you can then tell. Okay, we're a business, for example. We do business with businesses. LinkedIn may be a great channel for us to do our to have a great social media presence on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so again, you're being intentional. You know your audience. And so once you know your audience, you can identify these people engage on these specific channels. And so we want to make sure and invest here. Yeah. And I, and I know I said earlier with, with LinkedIn specifically that it's one of those, you know, everybody gets on there because you feel guilty and you got to post something, but it is the most intentional ad platform I think of any of the ad platforms on social media you literally can target as more detailed than anything else as far as getting business or getting a hold of the right person so awesome it's pretty great so we've made it easy for you if you're curious about what audience kind of goes where then you can go on our blog on our website at greenfox.io and we've got an infographic that you can check out and we've made it really easy for you to see what channels are recommended for certain industries. And so go check that out again, greenfox.io. It's pretty cool. I'm actually going to check it out myself. Yes, I haven't seen it yet. I'm kind of excited about it. It's pretty cool. There's a link here on my piece of paper, but I keep clicking it. It's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. You're Frank Brown. Okay. We're not doing that. Okay. Your story's coming, Hoss. Okay. Okay, Big Peach. <laughs> your story's coming, Peach. Okay, next point, organize a schedule for your posts. There's a million reasons to do this. We use different software. Is it called software that we use? Yeah, it's software. Okay, so we use different softwares to be able to pull this off. Whenever you can schedule your posts, again, you can be more intentional. You're not just doing these random posts here and there. You're actually going, okay, I can set a schedule and through these different channels and be intentional with campaigns or whatever. Yeah, and those would be things like Hootsuite, Below. what do we use? Agora Pulse. That's what we use here. It's pretty it's pretty incredible. There's tons of them, but they're they're great. Yep. So make sure and be intentional and schedule your posts. All this has been good, but I've been waiting to get to the end of the podcast so I can share the story. Okay. I can't wait. So let, let me talk about two things real quick. I'll hit them I'll hit them briefly. Okay. So on that scheduling your posts, there's two things that they're really important. Creating a formula. And the reason this is important is because it, it allows you to Later on, this will take you a little bit of time up front, but you create the formula based on this is the type of thing I want to post about. And and you know that there's different types of things. And so you line those out and then you're able to take that formula and create content and put it into your Agora Pulse or whatever that may be later on down the road. So we're going to get into that in a bunch of details later, but apparently Zeke has a story. He wants to yes, I do. Let me practice my buttons here. Oh, oh that no, wasn't the right That's not one. it. That's oh, the no. birds. No. Okay. That was those are crickets. Oh. Like, uh, like that that story was boring. Or like get it over with. I'm from the city, sorry. I don't cricket. You don't know crickets? Don't know. Okay, so let's just pick I'm putting my paper down. I'm good. So this is fantastic. It's fantastic. See, that was my best that was, trump. That was pretty good. Not bad. So we're in the plane on the way back. And you heard me allude to Eric's salad he had just taken on. And I was feeling good, just like I should. What's it called? Stop. We've been playing that song all day today. It's Crunchy great. beef salad. Crunchy beef. Yeah. It was at a great restaurant. Needless to say, it was not agreeing with Eric. And, uh, no, sir. So we we're up in the air, and Eric's a little, you know, he's moving around a lot, and I can tell something is up. It's not right. And I look back at him, 
And he says these few words. Well, first I say, oh. how much farther do we have to go? And our pilot says 42 minutes. And Eric is like, no, sir. Mm-mm. Not in this plane. No, no not in sir. my house. Not here. So I look back and Eric says a few words that he doesn't normally say these types of words. But he said, essentially, I need, I got a potty. <laughs> Yes. Sorry, that's my seven-year-old, four-year-old. That is the much-censored version of what came out of my mouth because it was that important. And when he said it the way he did, I knew something was wrong. Mm -hmm. But things were going south. In a heartbeat. Quick. So we're riding in the plane, and this goes down, and a pilot said, well, we're 42 minutes, dude. We, You know, you're going to have to hold it, basically. And Eric's like, I will pay a large sum of money. Large to you, you name a number yeah to to get this sucker on the ground because i'm gonna have a disaster back here and this is your plane sir yeah you don't, you don't want me to have this disaster i mean in your plane yeah it was it was awful there was a barf bag that's sick don't okay. go there i wasn't gonna go there okay i won't okay thank you and so <laughs> so anyways he says you really need me to pull over like take the next exit i was like <laughs> it's not we're not on a road trip we're in the air. We're 7,500 feet in the air. In a Cessna 182, there's plenty of room for you back there. I've been in smaller planes. Mm-hmm. And you are moving every which way to make sure you don't have some kind of disaster in the air. Yes. And I was hoping you wouldn't, but I was, I couldn't, I don't know that my grin could have gotten any bigger on my face. Oh, I could see it the whole time, but I, I was, swe- y'all, I was sweating, yeah. sweating hot flashes going through my body something was not right like this was not just like a normal man i really need to go to the restroom this was something from some food i had from some crunchy munchy salad okay so anyways guys we divert to cisco america straight diversion straight up like the whole get on the radio we're gonna be uh, changing oh no let me let me tell this story so we're close to abilene if you're familiar with west texas the pilot switches over to abilene approach and he's like Abilene Approach, this is Cessna or Skyline, and we're going to have to, we're going to have to pull over. It's like he he paused. He didn't know what to tell him. He didn't know what to say. He's like, we're going to, because this was a planned flight from Mm -hmm. Snyder, Texas to Granbury, Texas. And he said, we got to stop. So usually when you have to do something like that, it means there's some kind of emergency and you got to put the plane down. Emergency landing, like I've been saying. Yeah, exactly. So we find an airport. We don't really know what airport it is, but we're like, so I start looking on this app to make sure they've got a, a potty there. And sure enough, we land in Cisco, America. He said it's four miles away. And I was like, good, good. That's four not miles. all you said. You said, I still don't know that I'm going to make it. That is true. And I did not know if I was going to make it. That's true. And it's not just once you land, everything's fine. It's you got to get out of that back seat of that plane. Uh, and the landing's the bumpiest part, too. Yeah. And Eric is not the shortest guy in the world. No. So trying to maneuver outside of that plane was a blast. Yeah. And so he runs in there. I yell the old walk of shame. I take a picture. And then this guy, it's locked. The door's locked. The door's I locked. get to the door. And you know, like when you're like, okay, I'm there. So I'm kind of like, you relax a little bit. So my relaxing has started and I'm like, the door is straight locked. <laughs> so this boy... Big old boy. It's big old boy. Uh-huh. He makes his way. He heard what was going down. Started starts speeding up a little. Yeah, he does. He's like, I gotta help this man. Yes, he he knew. You could tell they don't get a lot of action at this airport. That's true. Not a lot of planes coming in. 
and he unlocks the door. Eric goes inside and starts taking care of whatever he needs to take care of. But I got to say, that is one nice airport in Cisco. It's got to be the nicest airport. Private In West airport. Texas. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, it started as a private airport. Well, yeah. So I, we can say this because I don't think there's anything wrong with saying names, but the Wilkes brothers who sold their fracking company for $3.5 billion back in 2011 owned this airport. No big deal. And so their millions and millions of dollars, probably tens of millions or 20 of dollars worth of planes were in their hangars. And these two boys that work for them full time to keep their planes current. <laughs> keep uh, their planes babysat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come over, unlock the door. And it was so nice. I mean, they just had, it was a great setup. So we had to completely pull over, take the next exit in an airplane so that Eric didn't have a disaster in the backseat of a Cessna 182. And then to top it all off, business is being taken care of, and the lights go off. You're sharing too many no, details. No, that's not too many. Business is being taken care of? I have other words. Oh, my gosh. The disaster was occurring? That's what you've been saying the whole time. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's true. I just... Anyways, anyhow, long story short, uh, it was a disaster. Here's the point of this story. mm -hmm. Eric told his story on social media. Okay. And he used compelling content. I kind of alluded to this earlier. Headline. Got to have a good headline. Oh, yeah. That's called clickbait, my friend. We had to make an emergency landing. That's all it said. And And then it went to the next. And it's a picture of me wearing my, you know, my airplane headset. Headset. Yeah. With a little freaked out face. But people, they laugh. It was funny. It was compelling, and it connected with people because whoever is listening to this podcast, if anybody's listening to this podcast, (laughs) you can't deny you've been in a spot before. Yeah. And we've all been there. So people felt like, oh, my goodness, I'm glad somebody said it. That's right. Because we've all got it inside of us, and it's just waiting to come out. Yeah. I've been waiting to say that. I bet you have the whole time. Uh, the point is, it was engaging content. And so you saw a lot of people, you know, it had a picture with it. It was a funny picture. Your face was like, oh, no. Yeah. And, and like uh, a normal post, you get, you know, your 15, 20 likes and yeah. your two, three comments from the same people that are just trying to say something dumb. Grandma. This was like uh, 300 Wilkins. likes and like uh, over 100 comments. And most of them were people saying, oh, no, I've had that experience too. Uh-huh. Yep, you so, brought them in with you. Yep. And I'll say this, that is not something I would have posted on social media. It's true. I already knew that. As I was posting, I was like, I wonder what Zeke Dort's thinking about this post. Because, I mean, you probably knew it was coming, though. I did. Yeah, yeah. I was. I knew it was coming. So, anyways, make sure your content is compelling. Pair it with a good picture, infographic, short video maybe. And really do whatever it takes to get people's attention to cause them to engage on your social media. Whether it's through paid advertising or organic type of post. So with that being said, I'm going to try to fade this music in. Like it's the best ending of a podcast ever. And you're going to say music, like music, music. (laughs) That's a party. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for joining us, everybody. My name's Leon (laughs) Felt. Check out greenfox.io forward slash brand dash assessment. If you want to see where your company stands out online or doesn't stand out online i never say that right for some reason that was actually pretty good i like was it was it okay also we're looking for 
interns for the fall. We've got a couple of interns, have had some, and we're looking for more. So go and email us at info at greenfox.io and let us know your story, where you go to school, and what year you are in. I know that this year's semester, or this semester this year, could look a little weird. 2020. Uh, 2020. So come and hang out with us if you want to, and also make sure you're checking out our blog. Check out that infographic where you can identify what channels you need to be doing your advertising on. Anyways, that's it. We'll talk See to you next you. time. See ya. Talk to you. Bye. Okay. <laughs>